Alright guys and welcome back to Fizzy Fixations. It has been like six, seven months now, probably more since I did it. So now we're back and we're here with my interviewee, Strawberry G's. Oh my god, wait. Hello. That's crazy. That was yes. smooth. <laughs> Strawberry GS. GS, yeah. What does a GS stand for? Strawberry's Gamers Society. Oh. So, so I try to create like a community for people to come together who are gamers. So I, I am your internet gamer mom and I am here to kind of like be free mom hugs for people who are gamers but have parents who don't necessarily understand what it means to be a video gamer. That's so sweet. That's how I met, that's how I met you actually with uh, Beds for the Blade. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, when I found out like... um you were not just like internet mom but your IRL mom I was like that's sick yeah yeah I am an IRL mom so I am 48 years old I have two kids my son is 18 soon gonna be 19 and he is a freshman in college right now and my daughter is 16 and she is gonna go for her driver's license next week she oh is a God. junior in high school yeah <laughs> Me being 20 and not having my driver's license. That's okay. My son is 18 and doesn't have his driver's license either. You know, it, some people are ready and some people aren't. Yeah. I don't know when I'll be ready, but my aunt for sure wants me to be ready. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, the people in your life who drive you around all the, pla all the places, <laughs> then they want you to be ready. Yeah. Uh, how does your uh, children feel about you streaming? Uh, my daughter thinks it's kind of cool. My son is definitely against it. So oh. he's, yeah, no, he's like, mom, don't do that. And I'm like, uh, sorry, you can't tell me what to do on my <laughs> time. Uh, <laughs> are, like, uh, how are you able to like juggle, juggle it all? Um, so I don't work for money. I, I am just a full-time mom. So that means that I have like... Basically, I spend the time while the kids are in school, then that's when I do my streaming. So that's why my stream hours are so weird. So I stream from 1 to 2 p.m. Pacific, Monday through Friday, um, when my, well, when they used to both be in high school, when they were in school, and mm -hmm. now one is off of college and one is in school, so that it doesn't really interfere with the kids that much, but then sometimes now I have an online community, like my online community started getting a lot bigger last year. And uh, then I moderate my discord and sometimes I moderate discussions there or heated arguments there. And like one person doesn't like another person. And I'm like, Ooh. calm down, let's listen to one another. And, you know, it usually winds up with one person storming off and, you know, that's fine. Like you, you, can't you can't help everybody but i try to teach people communication skills because if you're going to remain in community with a group of people then when you have a conflict with somebody instead of just getting angry and silently festering it's really better if you're able to talk about your conflict in a way that is non-threatening to everyone around. So I try to moderate that, but not everybody's ready to be in that position. And sometimes people are like, I just disagree with you too much. I've got to leave this space. And, you know, that's fine. It happens. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, do you think it's 
from being a mom that you learned a lot about this or from growing up? Uh, yeah, I mean, just over time, like I'm 48 and over <laughs> the decades, then you learn, oh, if I want to be in community with people, I need to learn these communication skills. And um, becoming a parent in particular, then I read so many books on parenting and what a lot of the books, what a lot of things boil down to is to be a better parent, don't just be, it's my way or the highway, but listen to your child and listen to what are your child's needs and what are, what solutions can your child come up with when you're having a problem? Like, um, for example, going to the grocery store, then uh, one of the examples in the books is that, you know, the, the three-year-old toddler would throw a fit every time they went to the grocery store because they didn't want to go. And the, the mom would be like, sorry, we have to go to the store. We must buy food. This is not an option. And you're three. I can't leave you at home. And it doesn't make sense to like hire a babysitter to, for the, so that I can go shopping. Although as a parent, there have been times when, you know, you think about it, but <laughs> sometimes you just want to go. <laughs> yes. Yes. But you know, you have to take your three-year-old shopping and you don't want your three-year-old throwing absolute fits in the store because they don't want to be shopping. Yeah. And so the book is like, sit down, get on, get on eye level with the kid and listen to the kid and say, honey, what is it that you don't like about shopping? And the, your three-year-old probably isn't very good at articulating that. But if you listen to the things that they say and like pair it back to reflect back, okay, I heard that you said you don't like the adults and um you know what's what can we do to fix this and in the example in the book was can i hold a kleenex <laughs> and so the mom's like why yes you can hold a kleenex while we're shopping in the grocery store absolutely that's that's not a problem that is a thing that i can make happen and then the kid was happy and I was like, okay, well, um, I have a three-year-old who is throwing absolute fits when we go to the grocery store. Let me sit down and talk to her and listen and try to figure out what is her problem with going to the grocery store. And so for my daughter, what it turned out being is just every time we go to the store. So she had um, amblyopia, which is like where one eyeball is a different size than the other eyeball. And so... Like, and also very farsightedness so that okay. her eyes, she had to work really hard to focus on things that are close up. Yeah. And the preschool teachers pointed out this, this is a problem and you need to go see a op ophthalmologist about this. Um, and I would note that the preschool teachers noticed it, but the doctor did not notice it. Like mm. when she did the eye chart thing at the doctor's office, then, you know, cover one eye. What are these letters? Cover the other eye. What are those letters? And for her left eye, she didn't answer any of the letters correctly. And the nurse's assistant was like, okay, 2020 in both eyes. And I'm like, that's not right. Uh, and anyway, the preschool teachers notice it. And she, the, to sum up that part of the story, my three-year-old needed to wear glasses. And this was kind of like a big thing for me as a mom because I never wore glasses, neither did my husband. And it was really hard for me to emotionally come to terms with that. But we got her glasses, took her to the grocery store. Everyone, like 
three-year-olds generally don't wear glasses because they don't need to know how to read yet. And so they don't tend to wear glasses. And all the adults are like, and like, we could not stand still for more than a minute before some old lady, uh, most of the time it was women, but sometimes men would get say, oh, your glasses are so adorable. And it was freaking her out. And there is this one lady in Costco, like one of the ones who gives out the samples. Yeah. And and she made such an over-the-top big deal about how cute my daughter's glasses were that my daughter's like, I never want to go back to the store again. And um, she started throwing just absolute fits when I would try to, you know, snap her into her car seat. And so I did the whole thing of you know, talk about it and what could we do? And, you know, I can't stop other people. Like I can only control me. I cannot control the other people in the environment of the store. But what we did do was we ordered my daughter business cards. So they are just the cutest little thing. And they had like a family of owls where there's like a mama owl and three little baby owls and two baby owls are just like normal owls. And the third baby owl is wearing glasses. And um, on uh, on the card, then we put, when you say cute, I hear different. And then on the back, we had an explanation about I was three years old when I started wearing glasses. And to me, they're just a part of my face. But when someone comes up to me in the store and says, oh, your glasses are so cute that I feel different and I feel singled out and I don't feel like I belong. So my mom made these made me these cards so that I could respond to the well-meaning strangers in the grocery store who uh, talk about my glasses while I'm out shopping. And it was huge like it made a really big difference for her to be able to just be empowered to respond to these adults who were making her feel so uncomfortable so so that's the long story of i read a lot of parenting books when my kids were little and learned a lot of communication skills from that and um and then there was a later time when I was um, I was the person, it's called the senior warden. It's like the person who is the lay person who is in charge of the financial management of the church. And I was the senior warden when COVID started. And we didn't have a priest at that time. Um, we, we had an associate priest, but not a head priest. We were in the middle of a search. So it's kind of like being chairman of the board when you don't have a CEO. And um, we had some interpersonal staffing issues in the parish. And I needed to be the one who moderated this discussion. And I'm like, oh boy, this is, wait, when I signed up for this job, this was not what I had in mind because various people, like, it was a church. And some people are like, why, yes, of course we should shut down and not get together. And other people are like, but we are a church and we should definitely get together during COVID times. And so people had strongly held beliefs that were different and the outcomes mattered. And I had to moderate these discussions. And um, one of my friends gave me a book called Crucial Conversations. 
and it's how to talk when opinions differ and the outcomes matter. And it was really, really good. And so I've been trying to use those techniques with my chat and teach those techniques to people when situations arrive. And, you know, I haven't done a stream on that in a long time, but maybe I should. <laughs> so that was a very long answer to your question. No, I, I loved your explanation of it. I prefer, I prefer you telling me like the whole like meaning of it because it's so like sweet how you just care so much about your children. I don't. It's not a common thing, I guess you would say, like, uh, for me to see because of the fact, like, stereotypes of, like, an Asian household for me personally, it was, like, really different. They didn't believe in reading books. They believed in us reading books, but they didn't believe in themselves reading books, and my p mom was a child <laughs> development teacher, but um, it was very different because sometimes it would be uh, you teach what you can't do and mm -hmm. that was in that sense but i really mm. enjoyed how you're trying to teach everything that you've learned so, so far into your chat i've been to your, some of your streams before too so i think it's a really comforting space and anyone that's listening should join their streams as well because it is a very comforting space like you're super sweet you're super amazing even like from just meeting you for the first um time you know, or just talking to you. It's great. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you're just amazing. There's not a whole lot of adjectives that I have in my mind. <laughs> but um... well, sometimes my streams are, I, I think they're kind of boring and dull. But I mean, my big thing is I'm very regular, which I have the advantage of being a grown up and having a regular schedule. So I can have that regular schedule and just be there for people so i figure even if my stream isn't exciting or fun then it's regular it's consistent it's constant for people who have a lot of chaos going on in their lives so so i try to do that one thing i'm not is i'm not funny oh <laughs> uh, that's okay neither am i you want to hear my best joke actually oh my god are you so ready sure i am so ready okay. tell me your best joke my best joke that i say at work all the time and all my coworkers stare at me, is what did the brown chicken say to the brown cow? I don't know. What did the brown chicken say to the brown cow? Brown chicken, brown cow. <laughs> I need you to laugh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to say I that. I think I'm too old. I think I'm too old. I don't get the joke. No. You know, the, you know, brown chicken, brown wow. Oh, okay. Got it. Yes. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> it's okay. No, it's fine. Yes. Yeah, no, 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 it's okay. 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 So I, I got to do my my one go-to knock-knock joke. This okay. is my mother's go-to knock-knock joke as well. So so knock-knock. Who's there? Dwayne. Dwayne who? Dwayne the bathtub. I'm drowning. <laughs> there we go. That's my one joke. That's it. That's the only thing I can do that's funny. I loved it. Best joke. <laughs> I steal all my jokes from my friends anyways, so it's okay. It works out. And then I don't credit them <laughs> because they're my online friends, so they no one will know them. So then I'm just like, yeah, that, that was my joke, I swear. No yeah. one else's. Um, yeah. Oh, there was something I wanted to more to discuss with you about. I mean, 
I agree with you. Like, people need that constant because I feel like that's what a lot of people went to, like, bigger streamers during COVID for that constant because it was just streaming back-to-back, like, Among Us with, um, the, like, Saikuno in them and then the Minecraft community and then, like, Just Chatting community. I feel like that idea that we or that environment that we made during covid was so interesting and i feel like it changed the trajectory of a lot of people's lives like for mine for example i ended up finishing off high school in covid and then i did most like half of college in covid and i wouldn't have met the friends that i made now so did you start streaming during covid or did you stream before that yes No, I started during COVID. Like, I didn't even know what Twitch was until, like, (laughs) I don't know, probably November of 2020. Like, I should have known what Twitch was because we had been, like, I took my family to, my kids loved playing Minecraft when they were little. And so we took my family to Minecon, the one in London, and then the one in Anaheim. So it was, like, Minecon, I think, 2015 and 2016. And there were definitely, like, Twitch booths and Twitch streamers, and we had no idea what that was and no idea what any of them were and didn't even bother to go to those. We're like, who would ever want to watch somebody play video games online? Which, (laughs) since then, I have an answer to that. But (laughs) it's like, why would anybody want to watch somebody else play basketball? You know, it's the same kind of thing. It's because it's fun. Exactly. uh, I don't get what people don't understand by that. Like... I don't yeah. want to play the game. I want to watch somebody play the game. Yeah, exactly. It's nice to watch somebody else, especially somebody who's good at it, play the game, which is I'm trying to get better at it. I'm <laughs> I, I, I'm better than some, but I'm worse than just about everybody else who's a content creator. But I'm working on it. I'm so much better than I was when Beds for the Blade happened. Yeah, I think I felt slowly digressed from Beds for the Blade because I, like, practice for like three weeks for that event and Mm -hmm. then and then I lost I think second round (laughs) and then the and then the second beds for the blade I placed second place I think or third place I'm not sure yeah but uh do you think your sudden boom was from beds for the blade was that around that time period no, so I stayed really small. Like, or I, I was so I, when I first started was February first of twenty twenty one, and I remember it very clearly because, uh, like I said, I was the I, I was the senior warden for my church, and it's a one year term, and it was like my my time was up January thirty first of twenty twenty one, and so then I started streaming literally the day after. It's like because I discovered uh, Dream and all them and the Dream SMP yeah. like November of twenty twenty. Like I I started watching Dream's manhunts in the summer of twenty twenty, and then I discovered the Dream SMP and Technoblade and Ronbu and Philza. And uh, started hanging out in Dreams offline chat in, like, December of 2020. And then I met people there. And it's like, and so I would would answer people's questions because they're like, how do I convince my mom to let me stay up for this stream? And I'm like, here, try this. Try, Try being responsible and saying, mom, this is really important to me. What can I do for you so that you'll let me wake up at four o'clock in the morning to see this stream or or whatever and people Crazy are like strawberry 
Yeah, yeah. And people were like, Strawberry, you give such good advice. You should stream. And I'm like, me? And I'm like, that kind of sounds like fun. Maybe I should. And so, so I started February 1st. And because I had that community from Dreams Offline Chat, yeah. then they were like my first viewers. And so I streamed from 1 to 2 o'clock in the morning for about six months. And then the vaccines came out. And then my IRL friends started doing stuff, IRL, uh, <laughs> on weekends, like, in the morning. Because I used to stay up really, really late. Like, I, I finally got to live the life that my body wanted me to live, which was staying up, you know, late at night and then sleeping in till noon works for that's just how my body works yeah um and but then when things started opening up after the vaccines came out then my friends would want to like do things at 10 a.m on a saturday morning i'm like uh i need to stop streaming from one to two o'clock in the morning i need to go to bed a little bit <laughs> earlier and uh yeah so then um i changed my stream hours by 12 hours and so that like some people who used to watch me in the morning, then they could watch me at night. But for the most part, I lost most of my community and I kind of had to start over again from scratch. And so I went from like three and a half average viewers to there was a six month time period when I had like 1.8 average viewers. It was really low. Um, and then I did the Tommy thing. And that was when, oh, oh no, wait. That was, so 2021 mm -hmm. was when we did Bloods for the Blade, and I was still really small. And then in 2022 is when I did the Tommy thing, um, which is where, like, uh, uh, do, do you know about that? Uh, I think I know of it, but for, further indulge it for the uh, podcast. Okay, yeah. got it. So, so Tommy was doing a bunch of live vlogs from New York City, and every single day he was releasing a new vlog. I remember that. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. and he was doing it for charity. For um, uh, the charity that he was supporting was the Ali Forney Center, which is basically for homeless LGBT youth. And if you donated five thousand dollars, then he would put a little post-it up. And basically plug whatever you wanted to plug on the post-it note. And so I like I thought about it long and hard because that's like most of our non-church charitable giving budget for the whole year. And I, my husband and I had a discussion about it and we're like, yeah, we can go ahead and support Tommy's thing instead of the things that we usually support this year. And so I... I did that and got, like, a lot more followers because of it. It was, like, a 15-second spot buried, you know, 40 minutes into a 45-minute video of Tommy's. And it got, um, uh, like, a 1,000 Twitch followers That's and 2,000... Yeah, and 2,000 YouTube followers from that. So I'm very grateful to Tommy for giving me that opportunity. Um but and also just for helping people like it's it's like i wouldn't do it if i didn't also believe in the charity too so it's yeah, an important thing yeah i didn't um, know that you had like a separate fund for charity like that's um do you like say uh save up for that like is it kind of like a separate thing that you put your money into or is it like you do charity things throughout the year and then save up with it yeah so it's like we we kind of we set aside you know 
a, a certain amount of money every year for giving to charity. So, uh, and a lot of that goes to my church, but then um, bunches of it goes to other organizations as well. Um, and then later in, Ooh, 20- and in fact, like, can, can I do a plug? Of course, of course, go ahead. <laughs> Okay, yeah, so so right now, actually, so Giving Tuesday just happened, and so my plug is that um, of that extra money that we give to other places that are not my church, then um, I am letting you guys, the viewers, pick where to send the money. So I am setting aside $1,000 that is uh, viewer's choice, and that actually just launched today, so... I will I will give you the link and depending on when you actually release this on YouTube then you can stick the link in if it's before uh so next Tuesday December something so uh, December 5th <laughs> Yeah next Tuesday December 5th so if if you get it in before Tuesday December 5th I'll be n- announcing which charities people recommended on uh December 7th and because of that, I'll be releasing this episode on Friday, tomorrow, <laughs> so we can okay. get this out as fast as I can. All right. It, it gives me it gives me a reason to try my yeah. hardest to get this out as fast as I can. Gives you a deadline, yeah. And yeah. I'll give you the link, and you can put the you can put the link in the description. All right, perfect. Um, continuing on, it was Tommy in 2022. That was like mid 2022, and then yeah. Something... Yeah, so Tommy basically, like, I, I went from averaging, you know, barely two viewers on Twitch to averaging, I was averaging, like, about five or six after the Tommy thing. That's pretty good, actually. Like, uh, just because, like, that, because sometimes concurrent viewers are hard to keep. Yeah. Especially, like, with school and everything, so that's pretty good. Um, good, and the jump in followers is also really crazy. Yeah, and then then things started getting definitely bigger when I started doing events with Technodad, and that was the following March was when I did that, or February and March was when I did events with Technoblade's dad. Twenty twenty two or twenty twenty three. Twenty twenty three. So it was like September of twenty twenty two was the Tommy thing, and then uh, so four months or five months later february 1st of 2023 was the first time i did an event with technoblaze dad how did that come about um so after technoblade passed away then um uh, dream and technodad did a stream on dreams channel mm-hmm. where technodad said that he'd been watching the reddit and he's just lurking there but but he actually watched the reddit and like i had posted maybe a couple of times to the reddit but i wasn't a very regular reddit user prior to that and then after he said that he was there then i started you know reading the reddit more regularly and then technoblade's dad decloaked and he made an account called it mr technodad and he made an account and he started posting like 16 hours a day this man was online and he was just posting and posting and posting and you could just feel the waves of emotion coming off of him and how the community just gave him this big enormous community hug and early on he posted something that i replied to that's like oh my goodness he has no idea how much the community loved his son 
and he has no idea how much of an impact his son had on us. He, you know, he just has no clue how important his son was to all of us. And um, so he, and he really didn't. And then he, he, over time, he began to get an idea of the size of the depth of love of the community had. And um, so, yeah, I, so what happened was he was posting so much and it was such good stuff because he has had difficult things happen in his life. And so he's been through a lot of therapy and you can tell that he's been through a lot of therapy because he's really got his a good head on his shoulders now. And he's able to share some of those learnings with those of us. And he is able to say, you know, why are you so down on yourself when people were posting? And he was posting such good stuff. But if you click on somebody's name on Reddit, it only gives you access to the most recent thousand things that you have posted. And so if you want to see what is everything that Technoblade's dad has posted, you can only see the most recent thousand things. And there are things back further than a thousand that are really good posts worth reading. And so I started keeping two separate documents. Um, one of them was a Technodad's words of wisdom. So he just would post really good things in response to people who said that they were grieving. And I started keeping a document that collected all of those in one place. And the other one was frequently asked questions. So like people were asking literally every day, what breed of dog is floof? And so, you know, I put that in the frequently asked questions document. And at one point after a couple of months, I think it was in early December then, cause he decloaked in late October. And then in early December, he contacted me and said, uh, hey, I noticed a problem with something in the FAQ. Can you fix this for me, please? And I'm like, oh, yes, absolutely. Yes, sir, Mr. Technodad, sir. <laughs> and, and, you know, I replied to it, and then he replied to that, and then I replied to it, and then he's like, can we maybe talk on Discord? Because it's really hard for me to find notifications in in Reddit because Reddit's communication system is so messed up. And I'm like, why, yes, absolutely. I would be happy to be your friend on Discord. <laughs> and and so um, we started talking more on Discord and um, and one thing led to another. And like right before Christmas, he said something like, he said something that was an opening for me to ask the question that I'd always wanted to ask, but been too like, is this too personal to ask? And I, I asked him, so does Technoblade have any scheduled uploads? Like, does he have an elbow reveal that's scheduled to upload in the future? Because Technoblade promised us an elbow reveal and he hasn't given it to us. And his dad's like, no, sorry. There aren't any scheduled uploads I've looked Aww. and yeah. And I was so sad and I was like, would it be all right if I made an elbow reveal video for you and all you did is just give me a picture of his elbow and then I can put it in there. Can, would that be okay? Can we post this for Christmas? And he's like, yeah, that can be arranged. And so, so that was when I made the, that was like December 21st. I made, that was when we started talking about that and started talking about making an elbow reveal video. December 21st. That's 
literally a yeah. year from like tomorrow. Yeah. 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 So that's like <laughs> yeah, a year ago, three weeks from tomorrow, and and so um. I made that video and I gave it to him and he's like, okay, now can you just give me an elbow picture and I'll just slap it in there? And he's like, I don't have an elbow picture. <laughs> we never took an elbow picture specifically for this purpose. And I'm like, you what? Because <laughs> I imagined that Technoblade would have, you know, sometime in the course of, of having all these cancer treatments that he would have taken an elbow picture. But apparently he didn't. And so Technoblade's dad, like, inadvertently what I'd asked his father to do was look through all his old pictures of his son, like, right before Christmas. And this turned out to be really hard for him to do emotionally. And literally, it almost didn't happen. Like, eventually he said okay i'm gonna look through these pictures i'm just gonna do it and he looked through pictures and he gave me one from when technoblade was like 12 and i'm like uh he said that his 12 year old elbows don't count he had to be an adult for it to count because there was an elbow picture from early on that he'd later deleted yeah and it's like uh that one doesn't actually count and so he's like okay well how about this one and i'm like uh I guess we could use that if we absolutely have to, but do you have anything that's better? And then, then he gave it to me. So I'm sure that you've seen the yeah. Techno Beard picture. And, I have. Uh, yeah, so then he gave me Techno Beard, and it's like, yes, yes, this is it. This is the photo we've all been waiting for. And it was also as the first, like, full frontal photo of Technoblade uh, that was ever released. And... So I took that, and he didn't want to give me that picture because it had, like, um, his other kids in the photo. So mm -hmm. I had to do a lot with, I mean, luckily Photoshop is pretty impressive. Like, you you can just, you know, cut and say, give me this, and, um, and I totally removed the other people from the photo Damn. and then massively blurred the background and... Um, and everything so that it was, it was just Technoblade, but it looked like a really good picture when I was done with it. If I do say so myself. And I think it was a pretty I, good picture. Yeah. And then over time, like, I wish I'd spent a little more time green screening the, the edges around, uh, his, his elbow and the other, because it got copied so much on the internet that it's like, uh, I should have spent a little more time on that. But we were getting down to, at that point... We had originally planned to release it uh, at midnight, but we wanted to have at least a 24-hour, or a, well, we wanted a 24-hour window of countdown for releasing the video, but, uh, and we wanted to release it midnight Christmas Pacific time, but it turns out that we kind of, we ran out of time, and so um, we, we were definitely getting down to the very last minutes before midnight on the day before Christmas, and then we decided, okay, we're going to release it cr release it Christmas at noon, and we're going to make it go live, like, waiting for this video. Scheduled upload is what it's called on YouTube. We're going to do a scheduled upload midnight Christmas that's scheduled for noon on Christmas Day for the video to actually come out, and... Uh, so, 
yeah, that that happened. But but we were getting down. I mean, it was also Christmas Eve, and you know, I had other stuff to do, <laughs> being a mom and all that. Uh, so, guess the season uh, for real. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there's like Christmas is a lot of fun when you're a kid, but when you're a mom and you're in charge of making all the Christmas things happen. It's a lot of work to put it together to make all those traditions happen, but I can't imagine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but but what ended up happening was I asked him to look at all these pictures of his son right before Christmas and it kind of made him sad and so I felt a little bit bad about that. But the community reaction, like so many people were so happy to get it that I I do not feel bad about that at all. Like there are so many people saying this is the best Christmas present ever. And and because that was the first acknowledgement because Technodad had been on Reddit for two months at that point, but nothing had happened in YouTube land. So the YouTubers basically they got so long nerds and that was it. They got so long nerds, then radio silence. So long and... nerds actually broke me. Like, yeah. it was it was so hard. And then, because um, I had COVID, and I had to tell my boyfriend, who's like, this is his favorite YouTuber. I woke him up, like, mid-afternoon. It's like, hey, I'm so sorry. I was, like, sick. I had, um, I got, like, a really bad, like, bronchitis from COVID. And I was, like, oh, no. trying to tell him. And then broke down sobbing. And then when the elbow reveal came out, I think my biggest shock at the time was seeing your name. Because cause yeah, I, like, I, I was like, wait a damn minute. <laughs> Isn't that? And then all of my friends who were in Beds with the Blade with me were like, wait, that's the internet mom that we had talked to. And we're like, oh my god. <laughs> and we were all like, when the heck did this happen? Yeah. yeah, that was a really big shock. I think that was bigger than the elbow reveal for me at the time. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. oh, I know them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just because, I mean, I was spent, he was posting like 16 hours a day. And I was trying to keep up with him. And I was spending four hours a day reading everything that he wrote and then trying to kind of call it and you know, do the librarian thing and catalog it. And I, you know, it's still not very well cataloged and taken care of, but at least it's saved. Like it, it's now in a form where somebody who's an actual librarian can go through and uh, like, ideally I'd love if somebody could go through and edit it. And I mean, there's like, if I, if I tell Google to like do file print, then it's like 168 pages for one of them and, you know, over 100 pages for the other one. So somebody could definitely make a book out of everything he's written. Oh, like a Tommy yeah. and a quote book, huh? <laughs> yeah, like the Tommy and a quote book. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so so that's how I kind of got to know him and got to know him better was by essentially stalking him on reddit but he didn't <laughs> mind um he was glad that i did uh, let's say not did... stalking let's say um yes yes okay. <laughs> admiring <laughs> yes i kind of I, uh being a biographer for all of the things that he posted yeah about that <laughs> being a biographer sounds a lot less uh insidious than stalking <laughs> um yeah to... and so 
Yeah. So, so anyway, I got to know him. And then when I was doing my 24 hour stream, because every February 1st, then I've done a 24 hour, uh, uh, I call it a follow-a-thon because I'm not really looking for subs because, because I'm a Technoblade millionaire. So I, I don't was there for that. money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so, <laughs> yeah. Go on. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. So, so basically, I contacted him the night before, and I'm like, "Hey, I saw that your son was teaching you how to play Minecraft. Do you want to come onto my stream and play Minecraft with me, starting at 9 a.m. tomorrow, or starting, you know, sometime during my 24-hour stream?" And he's like, "Yeah, I think tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. I should be available." And so, so there he was, and got to have him on stream. So I was the first Minecraft server, like. The first time he ever publicly played Minecraft was that stream on my server. That's crazy. Yeah. That's super cool though that you're just, that you were able to like talk to him. I feel like in the way that you're explaining he's just a really down to earth guy. He really is. Yeah. He's just a great guy, but he's also really busy. Like he works, he has two day jobs and, you know, for, for for remaining children, uh, so he's he's really busy. Yeah. Um, sorry, kind of was getting in my feels with that. Uh, to to wrap up the um the podcast, uh, is there like anything else you want to like say or like talk about for the audience that is listening? Um, I guess uh, subscribe to Technoblade. Um, for real. Yeah. <laughs> for real. Yeah. Or the, the Reddit. Yeah, yeah, so follow the Reddit. The Reddit. Follow yeah, Strawberry GS. <laughs> Guys, I, yeah. Strawberry GS everywhere, right? Yeah, yeah, Strawberry GS everywhere. Um, let's see. Yeah, I mean, like, I've been talking in this podcast, and I'm in my take my brain away moment. Like, <laughs> I've been talking about really sad things, but I've been not crying, like, on this stream. But that doesn't mean it doesn't happen. And, and most of the time then like I do what I need to do and I, I do my my crying elsewhere but yeah, yeah when we were getting ready to do the um the techno dads uh he's been re-watching techno blades dream smp streams oh. and yeah oh you didn't know about this this happening live on techno blades channel I actually didn't know right now I've just been so busy with like college that I haven't been able to even watch any Twitch streamers recently. Okay, yeah, so this is live on YouTube, and he's finally gotten some of that Reddit wisdom that he's been dispensing for the last year onto YouTube, which is, like, that's one of my goals, because the YouTube community hasn't heard all the great stuff that he's put on Reddit. So, um, so that was one of my goals, to, to like, help him understand that this youtube community needs him just as much as the reddit community does and um and so getting those ready because it turns out that he just you know happens to live not far from where where i live um and so uh i was able to help him do the technical aspects of getting him to like sit on a couch and watch these streams and so i was there in the room and i was helping him get it all set up and i was mostly fine most of the time except for when it came time to schedule the stream and i'm logged into the technoblades actual account 
and I hit schedule stream and it says, you know, do you want to reuse the previous settings? And I'm like, sure. I don't know. I don't know what the previous, like whatever Technoblade setup is probably right. So yes, I will reuse previous settings and it reused the previous stream title of Technoblade streaming with Ronbu and oh. I just lost it. Like I just lost it. And you know, he was like fiddling with audio cables to get the headphones set up and and I just started bawling. And he kind of looks over in my direction and he's like, Are you okay? I'm like, No, I'm not. Uh and and uh, like yeah. So it's still there. It's just that like I can put it aside for for some things. Damn. That's so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm putting it aside. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's end straight now. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Like, so. I don't know. Technoblade, like, I... He he wasn't, like, he was my top YouTubers, but he wasn't, like, the person that I consistently watched. But it was, like, my brand was based off of him, too. Like, because... Mm -hmm. I had, his was Blood for the Blood God, and for two years, I kept Ice for the Ice God in my title. Oh, For, wow. like, two years. Like, it was always just blah, 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 Ice for the Ice God, exclamation Discord, exclamation socials. And then, after, like, his passing, I kind of was like, let the legacy, um, fade, like, not fade, but, like, let's go on to the next chapter with this and like it it that just reminded me of it because like oh my god it's been like a year since i've had that title yeah that's crazy yeah. yeah so you know take the time to feel what you feel and you know sometimes you gotta set it aside but sometimes you gotta let it out sometimes <laughs> otherwise it will just gush out at the wrong time so yeah now's not the time um, what's a fun fact about yourself? <laughs> what? It was, what's it was a, a silly fun fact about yourself. Fun fact about myself. I've been married for 26 years. Oh, wow. Was it a college sweetheart? Like, it no. was. Oh. Yeah, we met literally the day after I turned 18 is the day that I met him. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, and then we, we dated for like almost four years we dated basically we dated all through college and then we got married right after i graduated wait that's adorable and then and then you had your kids and now you're so yeah. happy oh my god that's yeah so sweet. yeah life is really good i'm very lucky <sighs> yeah but <laughs> thank you so much for being on my podcast um sorry i'm okay <laughs> sorry for making you cry i'm okay today. you're okay hugs yeah. <laughs> it's okay to not be okay and it's okay to it's be okay, okay. <laughs> it's okay to not be okay it yeah. is totally okay to not be okay i really appreciate it i really appreciate you talking uh to your heart's content about everything i fully listened to everything it's like so meaningful like everything that you said everything that you've done for your children for your community for 
the people that you don't even know that you like just appreciate just being there it's amazing and you're probably still doing a lot more stuff and you're still investing all this time and i i admire you for that and um everyone follow strawberry gs thanks for listening to the podcast thanks for watching the podcast since now we're on youtube Uh, Thank you. Say bye. Bye. Bye.